my husband and I agreed to agree <laughs> that being in a relationship is maybe the hardest thing we have ever done. And this was before the pandemic when we made this agreement and we did fine during the pandemic. So I don't know if we would still say it's the hardest thing we have ever done, but can we agree that relationships are hard? They just are. And yet we choose them. We choose relationships again and again, don't we? It's who we are. We choose love again and again. Love, it sounds all soft and lovely, right? But real love is often fierce love and it is not always soft or lovely. It's not just some good feeling. Love takes work. It takes commitment. It takes choice. It has to be tended. We make a choice again and again to continue to love, not just um, for me with my husband, but again and again to love humanity, to love people, to love the earth. Um, again and again, we make that choice. Love is an action. My husband probably doesn't love that I can fill every or any flat surface with papers and piles of things, what I like to call programming supplies. <laughs> and I certainly don't love tripping over whatever pair of shoes he has taken <laughs> off in a place where he thought it wouldn't be in my way, but that I almost inevitably stumble over. But I love him. I love that we are together, uh, that by whatever mystery and miracle the universe has of all the gin joints and all, you know, I love that somehow we, the two of us, found each other, made a commitment to each other and to ourselves to continue to love, to choose again and again to love. Love is the spirit of this church. We say it nearly every Sunday, if not every Sunday. But what does that really mean? That covenant has its origins in the Blake Covenant from the Evanston UU Church. It was written by James Villa Blake in 1894. Love is the spirit of this church, is not just some nice thing that we've decided to say on Sundays. It's a commitment. And we say it because it comes from somewhere. We say love is the spirit of this church because it's the theological basis of our Unitarian Universalist faith. One source from which it comes is Universalist minister Hosea Ballou, who's considered one of the founders of American Universalism. But it goes all the way back to origin of Alexandria in the third century. That's how far back it goes. We spent all of last month discovering, pondering, discussing, listening, this theme of love, a path to love. And what I want to say to you today 
is that love is the spirit of this church has deep roots and connection. Love is at the center of our UU faith. But this kind of love, <laughs> this love that is at the center of our faith is a love that is not always easy. In fact, it can be one of the hardest things we've ever done because it involves humans. We're everywhere. Love is an action. It is a choice that we must choose again and again. This love takes responsibility. It takes conviction. This love is a blessing, but it isn't without boundaries. You can't just do whatever you want. This is a love that takes commitment, courage, accountability. And part of that, yes, is financially supporting the congregation. James Luther Adams, UU theologian and minister, says that UU churches are governed by the reign of the spirit of love among members. Through the 32 years of this congregation's existence, he didn't say this, this is me. There have been challenges and conflicts, difficulties and disagreements. Without this reigning spirit of love, however, you could under, you understand that any one of those conflicts could have signaled this congregation's demise. Constructing community demands comity, writes Reverend Dr. Susan Veronica Rock. This state or atmosphere of harmony, she says, of mutual civility and respect. The spirit of love is not some gooey, sentimental feeling that spreads itself over every conflict, nor is it some easy affection that erases all difference or disagreement. It isn't. This is the demanding spirit of love that challenges us to embrace differences, that invites honesty spoken in compassion, that encourages respect even in the most heated disagreement. It is essential to living into and out of the mission of this church to kindle the flame of love and justice. We must do those things. We must speak the truth in love. And we must support it financially, this congregation. What is it that we're supporting though? We are supporting our mission we're supporting love and justice at the center of our faith. We're supporting the ministry of this congregation, the services on Sunday, the teaching of our children, the small groups and classes, paying fair wages to minister and staff, and giving our fair share to our Unitarian Universalist Association, which we do. We're an honor congregation. Did you know that? We're on a little chart. It lights up at the UUA headquarters in Boston. I was very proud when I saw that little dot in Leesburg, Virginia. We share our plate each Sunday to support our congregation and the larger Loudoun community. We show up. We side with love. 
UU Minister Reverend Dr. Patrick T. O'Neill writes that what we love, we empower. We can't claim to love justice as long as we're willing to tolerate oppression or racism. We can't claim to love peace unless somehow in some way we're actually seeking to make peace a reality in the world, in our personal lives, in our communities, and in our homes. We can't claim to be having an honest conversation about the future of this congregation unless we talk about money. We work for what we love. We talk about what we love. We invest in what we love. We have to be honest about what it takes to nurture what we love. We try to become worthy of what we love and of the people we love. We give of our time, our energies, our attention, and our resources so that what we love might thrive. I want to suggest this morning that this same principle applies to this church as well. The act of pledging is also about empowerment. And yet sometimes we fail to think of it as such. By pledging, you make a statement that what the church stands for, the principles it teaches, the work it engages, the community it strives to become, are all things you cl hold close to your heart. By pledging, by virtue of your relationship to this community, you make a commitment to empower our little institution. And by being a member of this church, not the building, but the people, by being a member of this church, it will empower you in return. Together, we will be called to higher ground in our lives. Together, we'll be called to greater love, greater compassion, greater caring for the world and its troubles, for the suffering and their pains, for the deprived and their needs. Together, we're called to live out our ideals and our principles in everyday life, in everyday relationships. Together, we empower our children. Together, we teach them tolerance and respect for the good and the holy. Together, we teach them self-love and love for others. Together, we offer, offer safety and encouragement and community in times of celebration and in times of sorrow. This is our great covenant and compact. Love is the spirit. This is what we're here to do and be for one another. By what we do here, by what we contribute each in our own way here, by the people we become here, by the ideals and the visions that we embrace and follow, by the families that we help to shape here in this church, we advance and empower the store of love and justice in this world. We all, we all may think different things when we say that love is the spirit, but this is what we're talking about. This deep and abiding in it for the long haul, empowering love at the center of this faith. Now is that time for when we show up for each other, when we come together to pledge our financial support to make sure that this love lives and thrives. This church makes a difference in people's lives and it takes money to keep that going. 
We have come through some difficult times. This world will never be the perfect, be perfect, and it will not be the same as we knew it three years ago. But it's still a beautiful world. There's still beauty out there in this love that and this love that we hold and that holds us. I'm not sure how I would have made it through the last three years had it not been without all of you, had it not been without this congregation. And I know that many of you feel similarly. The word together is not just a word. This is what we're about here. I'm so grateful for all of you. This year, as you consider your pledge, revisit in your own mind and heart what this church means to you what it has meant over the last several years or the many long years that you may have been here. Those early scary days of the pandemic, moving quickly online when we couldn't meet in person, when we showed up for those Black Lives Matter protests right at the beginning of the pandemic or at the school board meetings. Think back to when you joined this congregation, not even having been in the building before. The first year after the vaccines, when we began our church year at, the, at a park with the food truck. And that first tender day when you walked into this room after being gone or here for the first time, when you could hug your friends again, when we saw how the kids had grown, when we could sing together again. But this is not the end of the story of the spirit of love in this congregation. There's a story about the future, the future of our children, the children yet to come, the future of the values that we offer this community, the future for those who need this church who may not even know who we are. These times call for the spirit of love of the Unitarian Universalist Church of Loudoun to be a beacon of hope. And through our support for this church, financial and otherwise, all of us can have an impact on making the words we say every Sunday come to life. What is it? Love is the spirit of this church. Amen and blessed be.